we in the building, beautiful people. We are here on another Tuesday night. Check your watches. It must be 9 p.m., which means it's time for Grown Man Conversations, the visual podcast live from EQ Studios is where it goes down. And we got a dope show for you tonight. Now, if you're looking at us, you already see, fellas, how it's going to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> you already see the numbers. So you know what this is about. It's already two on one. Right. And they got the wine flowing. Yes. So you know that's only going to enhance it. Look, Ricky Lewis already said port. What's up, port? So tonight, port said it. Boy, I was in the port on Sunday, Rick. I got to holler at you and let you know. They called me at my old church to come home to homecoming service and sing a solo. Boy, I got to tell you about that port. But before we do all of that, because that's not what the show is about tonight. Right. The show is about this. Who am I? And who is she? And what is this? What is this? Uh, I am one half, if you're good at math. That's 50% of the co-hosting team of Grown Man Conversations. And I go by the name of Tone X, ladies and gentlemen. I go by the name of Tone X, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And would you like to introduce yourself? I would. I am the other half of this co-hosting team. And I go by the name of Y Square, Chocolate Deluxe, Ava Black, Yo-Yo, Yogi, Albany, Yolanda. Can we just get one? All of them. Can we just get one so, oh. the, people, so the people won't be confused? Yes. What's up, Gregory Jackson? Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Did y'all hear my applause? Make sure y'all heard my applause. Did you hear me do it again? Make sure I heard it. Y'all hear my applause? Clap for the people. No. Applause button. No, nah, yeah, it's going. I just... But it's gone. But uh, I mean, you normally can hear it through the uh, mic, through the uh, headphones or something. Yeah. Do it again. No, it ain't gone. It's gone. You want me to find? Right. (laughs) But it's not. It's something. It's a plug. It might be going on your screen. (laughs) Thank you. But it ain't going to the public. But that's okay. As long as they can hear us. Did y'all hear the applause? That's all we care about. Yeah, Rick. Did y'all hear the applause? No. All right, well, baby, ain't nobody answered yet. Oh, did y'all chance. hear the applause? <laughs> Give them a chance to answer. You <laughs> ask the question and answer. Y'all hear the applause? No. Okay. Um, I've introduced myself. She's introduced herself. Yes. And that means there's only one person left. And mm-hmm. since I am a gentleman, mm-hmm. I'm a classic man. So mm-hmm. that means I'm going to let Y square. Yes. And the honor of our special guest for the evening. Yes. Well, this lovely lady that you all see sitting in the studio who has this amazing afro. Jill Scott. Yes, Joel. Jill Scott, baby. She's got Jill Scott vibes all day. This is Dr. Lisa Folden. Yep, yep. The applause. We're going <laughs> to do it for ourselves. And um, she is also not only um, the market director for the No Women magazine, which we're going to be talking about this evening, but she is also a physical therapist and body image coach uh, for a company. The name of her company is called Healthy Fit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So welcome, Lisa, to the show, you all. Welcome, Lisa, to the show. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We're glad you're here. So let's get right into it. What is a uh, body image coach? So it's essentially someone who helps people make peace with their bodies Mm -hmm. and improve their overall body image. Mm -hmm. So I, like many women, struggled (laughs) with my weight, Mm -hmm. with my body, and wanted to look a certain way my whole life, really. Mm -hmm. And so as I... 
got through the childbearing <laughs> years of my life right. and started to, um, you know, begin to be more content in my own skin, it became a goal of mine to help other women specifically. There are men, obviously, with body image issues, but mostly, mostly women. Um, right. Just to start to understand that we have some control over our bodies, but not full control over our bodies. Right. <laughs> we have genetics, we have conditions, and things that go on. So what I do is I coach people to feel better about themselves, mm-hmm. to love the skin they're in, to treat their bodies well, take mm-hmm. good care of it, dress it well. Exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. And just be more in love with who they are. So Right, nice. right. Ricky says welcome. Thank you, Ricky, mm-hmm. for welcoming her to the show. Thank you. And for tuning in. Ricky, you said welcome to the show, but you ain't said if you heard no applause yet. Yeah, <laughs> they have it. They don't hear the applause, baby. I picked up the earphones, and I don't hear it when you did it, and I can hear our voices. So, it, you know how the box does. It's something that we'll fix it, because we can do our own applause then tonight. Okay. But, um, so, you was talking about, is that for men and women, or is it mainly just women that you deal with? But It is, yeah. It, but primarily, it's women. Those are the people who obviously relate to me and come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have had a few men reach out, and we've had discussions. I have not formally coached a man on body image but mm-hmm. yeah but they definitely it's an issue across yeah. the board because we live in a very um fat phobic world right <laughs> fat phobic world so it affects everyone but women i just think we're a little bit more susceptible to it so, right exactly yeah. exactly so what what are some of the things like what are some of the um i know for for me and People will say, you know, Yolanda, you're a slim chick. You don't have anything to worry about. But I deal with body issues myself. So to me, I feel like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or if you're, you know, thick, considered thick or slim. Mm -hmm. Do you see that across the board with the clients that you deal with? 100%. The only distinction I I like to make is that if you're not existing in a large body, you're not going to experience the type of discrimination mm-hmm. that, that that those people do mm-hmm. because our world is not set up for larger people to exist. I mean, think about airplane seats. Think about little mm-hmm. coffee shops with the bistro chairs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you won't experience it on a scale where you're being discriminated against. But 100% people in all size bodies, all shape bodies have body image issues. I have had many women who are thinner and want to be a little bit yes. more voluptuous or thick. And so we kind of work through, again, recognizing, yeah, there are some things you can do, but really your genetics are your genetics. Mm-hmm. Now, you can go get surgery if mm-hmm. that is your choice. I don't, you know, suggest it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if that is your choice, you can go get surgery and craft the body that you want. But the reality is if you're not willing to go to that extreme, you get what you get as far as your genetics go. So what you can do is, you know, strengthen, tone, Make sure your cardiovascular endurance is there, but mm-hmm. you're not going to drastically change your body, you know, from one very thin or narrow shape to something more voluptuous. Right, right, so helping right. people make peace with that. And yes, definitely thinner people. I've had to coach them as well on the yeah. same time. So. And that's funny that you say um, here in this country is set up not for larger scale people. Um then that means that there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Because if your country is not set up for larger scale people, that means the majority of the people should be traditional or small size. Yeah, you would think so, right? right? But that's not well, the Well, then case. why is the United States... <laughs> right. <laughs> the largest. Why is the United States leading the country in obesity? 
Well, okay. yeah. So, a few things. Uh, Ken Shay. <laughs> What's up, Ken Shay? <laughs> so, uh, obesity. That's that's a whole nother topic. We could have a whole nother podcast on it. But, yeah, the average size woman, I think, in this country is about a size 16. So, I have no idea <laughs> why the world is set up mm-hmm. so that that average size person and anyone who is above the average is basically not welcomed. Like I said, the seats on an airplane, you know, everywhere you go, things are just narrow and small and it's harder. And what it says to people in large bodies is you're not welcome here. Mm. The issue, there's a lot of roots to this. I teach on this. I train on this. I spend time with like medical students and physical therapy students talking about weight bias and healthcare and in the world. So there's there's a lot of history to it. I highly recommend the book uh, Fearing the Black Body by Sabrina Strings because it's rooted in racism. What's the name of the book again? Fearing the Black Body. Okay. Yep, it's by Sabrina Strings and it talks about the racist origins of fat phobia and weight stigma. But uh, just a quick overview, essentially the world is set up to have a large amount of people feel less than mm-hmm. so that they can invest into our billion dollar diet industry Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the idea is this industry continues to grow because we continue to tell people there's something wrong with you we don't need to change what we're doing Mm -hmm. you need to figure out what you're doing Mm -hmm. and change and and get thinner so this our whole country and 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 beyond our country the world we're focused on trying to get smaller that's Mm -hmm. the goal Mm -hmm. and i understand because we relate it to health right you feel like if you're in a large body maybe you're less healthy but, but that's that's not true. Myth, huh? It's a myth. It's one hundred percent a myth. There are some people, and I, I tell this to people every time I do a talk. I'm like, some people are gonna be fat, and people are like, <gasps> it's like, but really, genetically and and lifestyle choice, people are going to be bigger, and there's nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. They might have completely normal blood pressure, no issues with their cholesterol, uh. no diabetes, nothing physically wrong with their medical health. But this world tells them if they're not they a are. thin body, and they're probably unhealthy. It's so funny that you say that. What's up, OGD Lee? What's OGD up, family? OGD Lee. A um, lot of people. Oh, go ahead, boo. Yeah, I was saying it's funny that you say that because a lot of times in the health industry, or if you are, that's the main thing. If you're if you're bigger, then you're considered to not be healthy. One hundred percent. And um, it, it's even though I've known it because I know a lot of women that are thick and that are healthy too, but I think it's a mind shift and that really resonated with me because we are in a world. If you see someone and you think, Oh, go just go get on or go work out or go do this. And mm-hmm. maybe they do work out. Wow. And like you said, so is it, is, and so that's really genetics then I guess mm-hmm. if you just, if, if you, you can't lose at, the weight. You look at some of the different sides of, uh, of people and then yeah. a lot of people don't understand skeletal size. That part. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is it like? Different like endoskeleton and mm-hmm. all. But it, it, you have a certain size skeleton. It's like a frame. Yeah. That's what she said. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Cadillac is bigger than a Ford Focus. Right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. of the frame that it's sitting on. So you have to build out the car yeah. to make it look good, symmetry, yeah. based off the frame. Right. 100%. A lot of us don't understand framework. Like, God gave you a framework. Mm-hmm. And it's only supposed to carry so much Weight, mm-hmm. and everybody is not gonna look textbook slim and trim. Everybody's not gonna the optics are not gonna make you say, "Oh, I know they're healthy. I can tell right. they work out. I can tell." Right. And like she said, just because you're thin does not doesn't mean you're healthy. And just because <laughs> you are bigger than the traditional size doesn't make you slim. I remember reading a couple of years ago. I was on the uh, radio. I would say they had the average size of the black woman in the United States was a fourteen. Mm-hmm. You see, a 14. 
Now, here's the thing. In this country, they will make you feel like a 14 mm-hmm. is like Dumbo. Yeah. Okay, that's an elephant but size. But but no, it's not even that. It's proportion. Mm-hmm. You can see a 14 and be like, she ain't no 14. Mm-hmm. Or you can see a 14 and be like, she ain't no 14. <laughs> so it's all about <laughs> proportion. Right. Yeah. And again, the skeleton that it's sitting on. And the last point I'm making, and I'm going back in my corner, <laughs> is about the men. Yeah. Oh, it should be a high percentage of men if they're truthful mm-hmm. coming to talk to you. Yeah. Because I might get your information. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> because I was looking at myself last night mm-hmm. and I told Yolanda I look like a little love seat. Aww. I said, all I need Aww. is a sectional yes. sitting by my leg and I look like a living room set. Because I can tell you, I can pinpoint what happened. Miss B. Thompson made me a homemade <laughs> red velvet cake for my birthday. Good. My man, enough said's mom yeah. made that classic sweet potato, potato pie, pie for my birthday. And I would find myself one o'clock in the morning watching a movie and saying, hey, we going by the kitchen. And every time I go by the kitchen, I grab either a slice of this pie, right. a little sliver of cake, and then it's late. And it's not like you're giving yourself the amount of time to mm-hmm. let it digest. Mm-hmm. So you just lay on it. And now, this is where you're at, ladies and gentlemen. You're around the house telling your wife, I'm getting ready to wear black for a month. Oh, no. I'm going to like I'm going to 30 funerals for the next month. Right. And now you got to work on getting it off because until something gets to the point where it gets on your nerves, mm-hmm. you'll compromise and you'll find a way to be comfortable with it. That's mm-hmm. why we see some people and we're like, they can't be comfortable about how they look or they can't mm-hmm. be feeling good. But, but it had got to the point where it's a problem, they so they deal with it. And they, and they may be comfortable with it, and it may be a case of, and this is what the research says, especially when we're talking about someone who struggles with their weight and has had issues and, you know, is concerned and, you know, done a diet and another diet. The problem is the way our diet industry is set up, and even part of our medical world, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't have if you don't have anti-diet or weight-neutral-focused uh, physicians and healthcare practitioners... Mm-hmm. They'll pull you right into it, too. And it's it's out of concern for your health, but also it's not healthy. The only thing, the only thing that diets have the highest correlation to is the development of eating disorders and gaining more weight. That is literally it. That's it. Ninety-seven percent of diets fail. Like literally, that's it. Ninety-seven percent. So if a hundred people go on a diet, any diet, pick one, your favorite, your least favorite, whatever. Three percent, three of them will lose the weight significantly and keep it off beyond one to three years. What the vast majority of us do, ninety-seven percent of us do, we go on a diet. It can be a really healthy one, real, you know, mm-hmm. not super extreme. We'll go on a diet, we lose weight. We try to keep up the habits, and then at some point we either get tired mm-hmm. <laughs> or our body plateaus, and mm-hmm. we're not seeing the changes because mm-hmm. we think we need to be smaller, and we end up gaining the weight we lost back plus, plus more. more. And this is the kicker: the that repeat. That's the diet cycle. So you get on a diet, you lose a little weight, you gain it back, gain some extra, go back on the diet, do mm-hmm. it all over again. That diet cycle increases your risk of dying from cardiovascular issues by like like double. <laughs> So wow. it, it stresses wow. your heart. So every time we try to undereat and overexercise in order to try to get smaller because we think we're supposed to be smaller, we end up actually hurting our body. So the things that they say 
you know, people in large bodies are are causing on their own. It's really in many cases the diets, and there's tons of research out there. It's that not super one hundred percent. It's not super mainstream because again, yeah. the diet industry rules rules us here. But it is it is easily accessible if you just Google it. Mm-hmm. There's tons of research, and it's high level quality research. It's not somebody's opinion piece in an article. Mm-hmm. It's like randomized controlled trials where they look at people. Look at the Biggest Loser study. Oh, yeah. Like, check it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's scary. And then that's the other thing that diets do. The reason that we gain more weight, when we go on diets, when we start to undereat and overexercise, we lower our resting metabolism. So now it takes more work to burn calories. So it literally pushes you back extra notches. So a lot of my work is helping people understand, yes, we deal with struggles with our body. That's a separate issue. We, we have some exercises and tools for that. But really understanding what health looks like for you. Mm -hmm. And here's the reality. Health might not look like a super flat stomach for you. Health might not look like a six pack for you. Mm -hmm. Health for most of us don't look like a thigh gap. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's individual. It's what it is for you. Mm -hmm. And and you have to start to understand what that is and stop looking at, oh, what is she she eating? I like her body Mm -hmm. type. What what workouts is she doing? Because that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We are all genetically different. So what I do... To, to make my body look a certain way is not going to be the same thing for you and vice versa. So it's really about getting on an individual plan to understand how to care for yourself and, and stop pretending like our physical body is it because that, that's the mm-hmm. biggest issue. We'll like stress ourselves out, count calories, weigh in food, yeah. you know, can't sleep at night yeah. <laughs> because we're so worried about gaining weight or getting right. bigger when we haven't addressed our mental health. I was going to say. We haven't addressed our emotional health. Like why we pretend like we're only bodies? I like, was going to say, it sounds like you pull back <laughs> layers when you're, when you're talking with your clients because yeah. it does start with a lot of times more something deeply rooted than just For the sure. fact that I feel I'm a little overweight. That part. Or I don't like the way I look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's, they don't like the way they're feeling inside, yes. which has hindered them from being able to make the changes that they need to implement with their life to feel, to feel better. better about their body. The inside is the part that they need to focus on because mm-hmm. the inside is the motivating force to the outside. Positive energy flows from the inside outward. That's mm-hmm. why they say Definitely. if you don't love yourself, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to love someone else. And the reason why a lot of people look into the mirror and don't like what they see physically mm-hmm. is because they're not in touch and tune and they don't like who they are or what they see internally. 100%. Which is emotional, mental, but spiritual. Yes. And it all goes into the body. I think mm-hmm. if more people truly understood the direct connection between what you put in your mouth Mm -hmm. and the results, Mm -hmm. then a lot of people would change Mm -hmm. how they eat. Mm -hmm. And the thing I used to say on the radio, I used to say a diet, the first syllable (laughs) is diet. Because a diet shows you how to take off weight. But mm-hmm. it doesn't teach you how to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So you lost the 30 pounds to get into the wedding dress. Yep. yep. But then what I saw you three wedding? months later in the Walmart. <laughs> right. And you bigger then. than when you started the diet. So I always it's say, and us, yeah. you're using that approach, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Thank it's you. a mental yeah. reset because mm-hmm. everything starts from here Mm -hmm. and if you don't like what you see you have to go here Mm -hmm. if you're worried about what somebody else is eating you have to go here and until you start looking at yourself and loving what you see no matter the size right you know no matter Mm -hmm. the size then you're going to be 
in that same rut. Always. OGD Bleach, he says, I love my keg. It was work building it. Boy, listen, Yo, I, hear lot, about your stomach. Yeah, I, hear, I hear a lot of grown men saying that. Listen. And then Ricky Lewis, which is amazing, he says everything begins with the mental. Yeah. It does. You're right, does. Ricky. Mm-hmm. And it's probably harder for men, I would think, more so than maybe women. Oh, because they're not going to be vulnerable about it and actually mm-hmm. talk. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's the, the real thing because they're holding it in. So, and, I, and a woman, and not to take away from a man because I'm sure a man could help, but... And another thing that I found was fascinating. No, look. Didn't I tell you? But look, this is another thing I found. Is there a lot of people in your industry? Because you were the first person that I've seen that was a image body coach that when you talk about what you do and you summed it up, pretty much I help people live a stress-free life Mm -hmm. or or live a life without worrying or stressing about About their their weight. weight. Mm -hmm. How yeah. do you do, like, so, how do you do that? Because, you know, a person, you know what I mean, yeah. convinced against their will is of the same opinion still, is right. what I always, <laughs> my daddy used to there always go. say. <laughs> so I can tell you something, but how am I really going to convince you not to worry and stress about this mm-hmm. when you're away from me? It's a lot of education, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of unlearning, because mm-hmm. we've been fed these these thoughts since we were little. True. You know, the second we see somebody with a tummy, it's like, oh, oh don't get too... I mean, kids, the stories I hear from people who are struggling with their body image, some of the worst messaging came from the people they love the most. Mm. They mamas, they dads, yeah. they grandmas. Yeah. And they do this out of thinking, you know, this is my concern for you. I'll make sure you stay healthy. Meanwhile, you know, grandma might be thin, but she's smoking two packs of cigarettes, cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> and right. drinking all night. You know, so right. it's not even, oh it's like, you want me to be healthy? Okay. Right. So, but it's, it's again, it goes back to fat phobia. We fear fatness. We think there's something wrong. We think that everybody's body is simply based on their choices. I know people personally in my own life, people I've connected with, you know, through social media who live in large bodies. I'm not talking just size 16s. I'm talking 18s and 20s and 22s. And they work out every day. They drink gallons of water a day. They can outrun me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they, they're not unhealthy people. They just live in large bodies. And then there are people who live in large bodies who aren't healthy. The same way there are people who live in thin bodies who right, are not healthy. Right. Here's the key. You don't know that. Right. None of y'all know if somebody right. is healthy by looking at them. Right. And that's the message I try to get out to people. That's a part of the unlearning and the educating is no one can look at, I cannot look at any singular person and say, he is healthy. She is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, OGD. <laughs> I have cut my weight from 260 to 229 in four months just by eating healthier. healthier. And that's all it takes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's all it takes. For men, you need to, if a man see results, then you're more prone to, to stay with. It's like yeah. a relationship. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, if you find a female that take care of you and cater to you a little bit, make you feel good about yourself, you're more apt. I'm glad you said more apt. You're more apt <laughs> to stay with her. Okay. Right. Then the alternative, because mm-hmm. it shows that you are making improvements, and all you need to see is a gradual improvement. It mm-hmm. takes three weeks to form a habit. habit. If mm-hmm. you can stick with it, for three weeks and that's anything and that's good or bad too yeah. you just have to know your habits if you can stick with it for three weeks it's built in so mm-hmm. I was telling Yolanda I was like yeah over the weekend yeah I was like okay well Monday mm-hmm. we're gonna start it's like the playoffs with me like regular oh. season but the playoffs come you can you flip the switch it's the playoffs now so okay. we're gonna start and get our discipline back on point mm-hmm. 
and we're going to get back into the walking, into the miles, into the gym, mm-hmm. into the eating. And I do um, intermittent fasting anyway because I basically say on a Ramadan eating schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I don't do a lot during the day. I, I mostly do my bulk load when the sun goes down, and that's probably, that's probably once. Gotcha. And then later on, it's probably some fruit and drink a lot of water. But that works for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That way. And I don't see that as extreme mm-hmm. or anything like that because it works for me. To somebody else, it might be. But I think until we understand that, number one, this country is not concerned about your health. No. The westernized medical approach is not to heal you, people. I don't care how nice your doctor is. Mm-hmm. I don't care how nice the nurse mm-hmm. is. Yeah. None of those doctors. And especially if we're talking about the dominant society. They are not in it to make you healthier. They are in it for the bag. HMOs have taken over yeah. the hospital. It's the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. that run the hospital, yeah. not the doctors. Right. So you're living in a country that's not promoting health. If they were, they wouldn't keep bombarding you with commercials to show you how much stuff you can get for a dollar, <laughs> how much stuff you can get for $2. And our mentality wouldn't be, man, I ain't going in the Whole Foods. You spend two hundred dollars in Whole Foods for about ten items. I'm just going over here yeah. and keep doing what I'm doing. And they say, "Well, eating healthier is expensive." Mm-hmm. And I always say, "Okay, well, would you like to pay for it now, mm-hmm. or pay for it later? Because it's gonna be more expensive later mm-hmm. when you're sitting up there and they're running all them tests." Or they're telling you the information you don't want to hear. And you could have went to the good doctor mm-hmm. and got yourself together because she could have had you feeling good about yourself, right. whether you're 60, 160, or 260. Yeah. And this when you know better, care. you do better. Yeah. You know? Well, when you know better, ideally you do better, but it's also about access. You talked about, you know, whole mm-hmm. food. Foods. Some people can't mm-hmm. afford can't, it. And, and can't Food right. deserts. We, yeah. we food live deserts. in, yeah, there are yeah. food deserts all around. And our, our medical system, it's a sick care system. It is not a health care system. Mm-hmm. So 100%, it is, it, it is fueled by you having more conditions Mm -hmm. or you maybe not quite having the conditions but giving you a medication that we can charge for (laughs) you to have the conditions to help prevent it is what they'll say you know so so yes our system is not set up to to get you healthy or keep you healthy the idea is that you will get sick and then you will need to pull from the system and it's less about the doctors and more about the health insurance companies because they literally control all of our interventions and they control, you know, all of the money. And so from a provider standpoint, when I, you know, bill insurance and I'd submit a bill for $500 and they give you 62 bucks <laughs> for, for what you did, wow. but they, but the, the patient's paying these high premiums, these high co-pays. Yeah. So the patients don't win. The medical providers don't, don't win. win. It's really the insurance companies that win. So I always encourage like, going to holistic doctors, naturopath. I have a naturopathic doctor who's a friend of mine. She's actually in the notebook to share with us. Um, And then I just like to work with practitioners sometimes who are just out of network and cash-based because you're going to get more individualized one-on-one care and the insurance companies won't be dictating it. And in many cases, it's cheaper than your deductible for the year. So I just, I prefer to do my business that way as much as I can. I am in network with a few insurance companies, but for things like health and wellness coaching, they don't cover that. Like that, you got to pay 
out of pocket anyway. No, that's not. Again, that will be health care, not not sick care. So right. wow. they just try to give you a way you can get along. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know what I mean? Go yeah. along to get along. To get along is what happened. Um, I used to talk about holistic doctors all the time. Mm-hmm. And people didn't get a grip. Yeah. Um, because we're so bombarded with what we think is the way that medicine works. And mm-hmm. that's not the way that medicine works. It was a reason why your grandmama used to go out in the backyard. And she tell you, go go to that tree and pull this. So go pull that out of the oh, ground. Yeah. Then you see her put it in a pot. Then she then she'd be like, drink this. And then you feel better. Right. Then you felt in three days. Yeah, those and like are a healers. <laughs> Everything to heal you comes out of the ground, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. That's mm-hmm. why in the Amazon in South America, when they're down there trying to destroy the rainforest, mm-hmm. they say every, every, not some, not a few, not every disease known to man, the healing for it is in the rainforest. And they ain't talking about because of the water or the heat. They talking about what's growing out of that ground. And that's why they're so big on not pushing it down. But that's why those companies they don't care about that fast. What's about monetizing oh, it? It's, right. you know, it's yes. money. Yeah, they have to figure Just out like how they, to monetize it. <laughs> it's like eating healthy right. now. It, it's a money market thing now. It so is. they're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we got right. something for you. We got plant-based uh, peppermint sticks. Right. Oh, okay. Organic this, right. organic. Right. And, right. That's, and that's another thing. I spend a lot of time with my clients because it, it is discouraging when you feel like your budget can't support you eating whole foods and organic mm-hmm. and this. And it, I have to remind people, like, listen, if, if financially you can do it, that's a great goal. But the reality is you can have a healthy, sustainable diet on an Aldi budget. Okay? Right. On, Let me tell you something. You can exactly. do it. Aldi's actually stepped in. Aldi's ain't playing, they, all they right? Sure they all right. I, got exactly. some, I went and got me some fresh vegetables they and have a long tail. They have stepped it up. They have stepped it up for sure. <laughs> but, but whatever grocery store you have access to, you can, you can find. I mean, carrots are carrots. Now, yes, is the organic ones that you believe are grown? Well, in you the don't season? know what they're doing. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But carrots are carrots. You know, so you can still, you know, lead a healthy, sustainable lifestyle without spending all your money. And and a part of tearing down toxic diet culture is tearing down that elitist mentality that says, you know, how dare you? You're eating that trash. You go to McDonald's yeah. and I eat. And it's like, listen, pump the brakes. Some of the same, same trash. trash. And every time something is plant-based or, you know, the impossible really meat, it's, it's like, yeah. there's a whole lot of chemicals on the back of that label, you right. know? So, it's really taking out that air of judgment, you know, so it's a, my, my space when I work with my clients is a very judgment-free space. I am not yelling at you for having McDonald's. It is convenient food. There are single mothers rushing to get their kids to school, to their practices, to work. You gonna grab McDonald's sometimes. I don't care. I'm not here to chastise you mm-hmm. about your food choices. I'm here to help you think more broadly about how you can add more health and nutrition into your life versus telling you don't touch that. Right. I would never say, you got a cake for your birthday? That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Eat that cake. I <laughs> like <laughs> Enjoy it. Because the first time you say, oh, I can't have that. I'm, restriction breeds binging. Say that again. Restriction breeds binging. Mm. Period. The and that's first probably time, on anything, on not just everything, food. Everything, yes. Anything. With anything, Yolanda. Right. Restriction, restriction 
breeze binging. binging. <laughs> you see how I grab you when you be trying to wait? You be trying to make me wait out, but then when I finally grab you, you're like, God damn, you you might as well went ahead and, okay. Gave it up before. I had a regular schedule of meals for this health kick, but you're like, oh my God. Yeah, you can't eat for 30 days. I'm like, all right. And then when you go in the refrigerator, you you on the couch like, well, I'm going to tore everything up in the refrigerator. 100%. So it's, it's more important to Enjoy the foods you like, and there's there's a there, I, I believe very much in intuitive eating, and that is there that's a book also. It's by um, Evelyn Triboli and Elisa Resch. It's called Intuitive Eating, and it's not a diet <laughs> by any means. When I started it, I gained weight, so you can imagine the stress with that when you come from this mentality of oh no, I'm getting bigger, something's wrong with me. But it's really about understanding that our bodies. Some, when we have cravings, there's a re, there's like a physiological reason for it, okay. and it's important and a great idea to feed those cravings. Now that don't mean you go eat the whole cake in one okay. setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I came with him. So is that okay? So that it's is okay, okay to have the craving. It's okay to have a craving because what we do is when we say, "Oh no, I'm not. Uh-uh, no cake, no cookies." I, I used to be this way, y'all. I, I, my daughter, she's 11 now. She's okay with me sharing this, but I was a very strict like health nut my pantry was like protein bars like no candy no sweets no chips my baby was going to school sad every day and she started taking snacks from other kids because um, I never gave her cookies, potato chip. I just didn't give you her that. You are Debbie Downer. Yeah. I was horrible. I was horrible. Right? And I, but I had to learn through that experience. Like, I'm first of all, I'm messing up her relationship with food, which yes. I don't want to do because I went through that. Right. And then, two, I'm, I'm making her want to binge on other people's stuff because she's like, look, they look like they enjoying these Doritos, and my mama won't buy me these. Yes. <laughs> so I had to learn. Habituation is basically when you have something at your disposal, it's no longer a big deal. deal when me. you keep it away and say you cannot touch this, That's you're going to think about it day it and night. All the time. But if yeah. it's in your pantry and you can have one when you want, I have never, it is so beautiful to be an intuitive eater. I have Oreos. My husband keeps Oreos in the house. First of all, I don't even like them the way I thought I did. I used to binge on them because mm-hmm. I wanted them all the time. Because you thought you, yeah. But I don't even like them that much. But they're in my pantry and I can go days, weeks without touching one. Yeah. I'll go in there like, dang, y'all ate all the Oreos. Well, I guess they were here two weeks, so that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> we got family of but because I am intuitive with my eating now, I eat based on my hunger signals, mm-hmm. my fullness signals, what I'm craving in the moment, and I'm mindful, like, oh yeah, I'll make sure I get some good fruits and some vegetables. But I'm never like, oh, can't do that, can't do that, won't do that, only this. I can only have this on the weekend. I don't live my life that way anymore mm. because it it messed me up. And I was gonna mm. comment on intermittent fasting. I don't, again, I, I believe in body autonomy. So whatever you think is best for you is best for you. I don't get to decide that. I don't encourage um, uh, intermittent fasting simply because I don't believe that at any point if you're hungry, <laughs> you should not eat. It, and yeah. a lot of people, when they're intermittent fasting, until they get to a point where they just stop being hungry, but it's really losing connection with our bodies, most people are fighting it like, oh, I'm hungry, but I can't eat until 12. I, that's a bad habit for me because mm-hmm. that detaches you from knowing when your body wants something when it's full mm-hmm. you know that's because that's what I used to do I used to be strict all week and then on the weekends eat a whole pizza <laughs> because yeah. I was like this is my cheat day and I'm not even li- I didn't even want a whole pizza my body didn't want that you just was you going, know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. but because I wouldn't let myself have it any other time I would just go crazy and binge so I lost that connection between my mind and my gut that was telling me like okay girl that was good we're, we're good two slices and I feel great you know I can go eat a pizza now and be like 
huh, that was just okay. I only had one slice. Let me go get a banana. Yeah. Like, where they do that at? You know what I mean? I can go out now and be like, I'm not going to finish this plate. And we about to go somewhere else. I can't take leftovers. No big deal. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Or box it up. I'll take it home. That I didn't used to operate that way because I was so stuck in the diet cycle Mm -hmm. that it was like a feast or famine all the time. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we going out to eat. I'm about to have this and that and this. And yeah. then I'm stuffed and feeling horrible. Mm-hmm. Then I feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? Next week I'm kicking. I'm about yeah. to go hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. I did it like a million times in yes. my life. So I'm not judging anybody that does that. I've been there. I've done it. I get it. Yes. But it's just, there's a better way. <laughs> What's up, Trey Perry? Thank you for Trey joining. Perry, what up? It's a lifestyle change. Yeah. Peace, Antoine. Peace. What's um, up, Antoine? It is a big lifestyle change. Eat to get satisfied. Mm-hmm. And not 100%. You know what I'm saying, Port City? That's the motto. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you said that because I, with you even giving that analogy or, or of stuff, I realized that's how I eat, but mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking in that alignment. Like, yeah. I have cravings sometimes, mm-hmm. and I will eat what I want to eat. Eat what you want. Mm-hmm. But I'm very cognizant and conscious on what I'm eating and how much of it I'm eating. I'm also conscious about getting up and doing whatever physical activities mm-hmm. and nourishing my body the way I feel that these what I feel it's asking me for mm-hmm. to maintain whatever weight that I feel comfortable with and that mm-hmm. I'm happy and I'm satisfied with 100%. Yep. So, right. And it, and it's, it needs to be that way individual. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you ain't supposed to do what I do. You ain't supposed to do what he do. Mm. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that Dr. Lee. Well, but, but it's, it's it's not no, like that no, because but... you tell me all the time. <laughs> This is what you do. You always let me know mm-hmm. that your method mm-hmm. is a, it's a method to your madness. Mm-hmm. And ours is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is this. If somebody was in a race and they said, I'm a win the race. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm just trying to finish. Yeah. So I come across the finish line. You be like, man, I won in a day. And I say, well, it took me four days. Yeah. But I finished. That's right. So our goals are the same mm-hmm. because we both won. You won because you came in first. Yeah. I won just because I finished. That was enough for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yolanda will say, sometimes you get so disciplined with your approach. Mm-hmm. I, I'm That's not for me. And I say, well, no, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this. The thing about when I said intermittent fasting and when the dominant society came up with a catchy name. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, intermittent fasting. Yeah, they'll use what? anything as a diet to yeah. sell. 100%. Right. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Fasting has been prescribed for all of you Bible Belt mm-hmm. Christians right. since Jesus. And yeah. I know when y'all hear Jesus, you really pay attention. It's <laughs> you been prescribed. You tune in then. It's been prescribed since then, mm-hmm. a lot of the churches mm-hmm. around Lent season, what y'all do? Yeah. Y'all adapt. Y'all adapt mannerisms from another denomination mm-hmm. and put it in yours and say, okay, so for 40 days of Lent, we're going to give away something. That yeah. Mine is going to be bread. Mine is going to be alcohol. Sweet. I'm not going to do alcohol. I'm, oh, that's cute. Yeah. A Muslim celebrates Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Once a year. It's 30 days. Mm-hmm. You do not eat anything or drink anything by mouth from sundown mm-hmm. sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that yeah. for 20 some years. Yeah. So what happens is 
when you start doing that and you come off Ramadan, it's one of two things. It's a joke. They say all the Muslims get small during Ramadan and then <laughs> right. Ramadan and you blow back up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is natural. Right. Yeah. But my thing is, well, if I'm doing this and it's 30 days, it's not hurting me now because now it is a it's lifestyle. A lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's mental. So my body like, well, we don't we don't really need to eat nothing. Instead of eating something, Tom, why don't you go juice uh go get you some spinach and an orange and some blueberries mm-hmm. and, and, and juice that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then drink it like a liquid. You still get the nutrients, but you don't have to eat. And we'll do fine with that mm-hmm. until you're ready to eat. And Yolanda tell you, I got a window when the sun go down. Mm-hmm. And if I don't eat in this little one hour, one and a half window, then my body be like, what? Oh, like it'll Lord. be 10, 11 o'clock. And I'll be like, Yolanda, you know what? I haven't eaten today. And then I'm looking like, well, you staying up to three in the morning? Right. To let it digest? Well, you you must be getting ready to grab something quick. Mm. Well, let me grab a grapefruit and call it a night. So like Oof. like so it it, 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 it works. <laughs> yeah, that's because it works because it's hardcore. A, it works because it's a lifestyle though. Well, yeah, but and that's when what you start, you, yeah, yeah, and, and it works you, for, like you it, said. It works everything for you. is individual. When you start, individual. I'm a comedian. So I look at things totally different probably than y'all do. <laughs> when I go in the grocery store, when I go in the public, all food are women. And they trying to holler at me. And they know I got a crazy wife. Oh, yeah, she okay. crazy. They know I got a crazy wife, but you still trying to holler. Right. Well, let me tell you, let me let me break down, let me break down the grocery store like a club, fella, so you know where the danger at. Mm-hmm. All the thoughts oh, is on the soft drink aisle. The processed food aisle. Any of them females in them bags, they just got BBLs. They look like all the other females you see on music videos. All the females at the NBA game, they ain't got no substance. You put your hand in that potato chip bag, it tastes good for a couple of chips. It tastes good for a couple of minutes. But when you close that bag up, she ain't got no conversation for you. She ain't did nothing to help you out for the long run. That's the thought aisle. I do not approve okay? this man. That's the thought aisle. Okay, nah, let me in. tell you where the sexy women at. Where the sexy women at? Over there to the right. And the produce. And the produce. <laughs> but yeah. them the women that don't nobody talk to. Yeah. Ain't nobody talk to the cabbage. They all glistening. Ain't, oh, the they sitting there. The Shea butter popping. <laughs> natural <laughs> hair. What? Some of them just looking at talking to you. They nice. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah. We just be like, uh, ain't nobody got time nobody for no grapes. No, no, no nobody spinach. Nobody want no damn spinach, mama. I can't even. I can't I can't even hear the beans, ground potatoes, beans, greens, dogs, hogs, you name it. I can't even hear get this pork chop mix. You ain't messing this up, okay? <laughs> I'm coming in here to get these lunchables. What is you right. talking about, oh, sir? Geez, and then wow. I come in with my cart, and I be like, "How you doing, sis?" And she be like, "How you doing, brother?" And I might even go over there to the to the rutabagas. I, I give them the greeting because I know ain't nobody talking to y'all. Assalamu alaikum. They be like, Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, brother. I said, let me put a couple of y'all in here. I go over there to the ginger root. They don't talk to them because they think their hair look funny. They be like, y'all in here with them locks. Right. And we don't we don't do our hair like that. I be like, let me get a couple of ginger root. Yes. And I go over there and get me some pistachio. Yeah, I, I'm nice to the ones you know. Them thoughts, they get everybody. I be looking in the carts and them lines. I be like, boy, these thoughts got to talk. Boy, them grocery thoughts. Boy, them grocery thoughts got to talk. I'm talking game, baby. Let me retrace um, I message. She says, my struggle. 
The struggle. She said, "My struggle, my weight is so yo-yo." Mm-hmm. She was like, "It's up and it's up and down." She was like, "I'm really working on my consistency." Mm-hmm. So, what would you say? And and I'm so glad you said that, Trey, because that's why Dr. Lisa is here. She is a body image coach, mm-hmm. um, physical therapist, and so she is really here to help condition our minds, no matter what size we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned a lot from her tonight, just Tonex and myself. Listen. What would you say to someone who says, I'm trying to be consistent, and they feel like that's the reason why their body is, is mm-hmm. going up and down in the yo-yo? And, and that is the reason, and a lot of times that is um, sort of, I call it diet, I know the word diet gets a bad rap, because it really just means what you what you eat, but mm-hmm. dieting, I'm, I call dieting any uh, extreme or over-exercising, any extreme calorie reduction you know, 1,200 calories a day, whatever, cutting out, restricting foods, entire food groups outside of, you know, allergies or real issues. So the yo-yoing often comes from the dieting, the changing of the behaviors. So when I work with clients um, one-on-one, typically we, we scratch everything. So we start over from nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to know your, what your normal eating habits. I don't want to know your normal workout habits. We're going to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk through like your actual health. What's your blood pressure? What's your cholesterol? A lot of people don't even know that. What's your blood sugar? We're going to get labs. Like, we're going to figure it out. Because we need to know if there's actually health issues there. Mm. Because outside, again, the weight, the number is not what really matters. And you can send yourself into worse health trying to get to a number that's not even realistic for your body. (laughs) So, So we start there. Once we establish if there's actual health concerns, we work on the body image part. So a lot of my clients... Task number one is get in the mirror naked. Check yourself out. Oh, Front boy. and back, side yeah. to side. Five minutes, stare. Yeah. Every day for like a week. Mm. Normalize it. What happens with women especially, we put on a little weight. We don't like what we see. Right. We get off the pictures and we stop standing in that mirror. Right. <laughs> so get comfortable with it. Normalize what your body is right now so mm-hmm. you can learn to make peace with it. Mm-hmm. Understand this. Your body's supposed to change. Mm-hmm. Your body is not supposed to be the same your entire life. Mm-hmm. You are not 18, boo. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have right. had three children. <laughs> your body's supposed to change. Right. That whole snapback culture, I hate it. I despise yeah, it. It's stupid. Surgeons it is unhealthy. Yeah. Exactly. You are not supposed to be the same. So get comfortable with the idea that your body's going to change and make peace with what it looks like now. And then we build on the health-promoting behaviors. I don't take anything away. I only add stuff in. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go to Chick-fil-A, if you go to McDonald's. That's fine. Let's see how we can make sure you're getting in an extra serving of fruit a day, an extra serving of vegetables a day. How can we just add an extra side to dinner? What can we do? they really help. They really All of it adds up. It adds up. Little changes, little small changes that you build into a consistent lifestyle. Then we go into the exercise piece. People have such unhealthy relationships with movement and with fitness because it's so fat phobic and it's so centered on getting smaller all the time. So let's talk about what I always ask my clients, tell me one activity that you enjoy doing that just happens to require movement. Yours might be the gym. I love a bench press. Okay. Cardio. I like to run. That's fine. But just think it can be dancing. Yeah. It can be gardening. It can be, I just like walking in my neighborhood. I really like looking at birds and, and nature. Anything you enjoy doing that just happens to require movement. We start there. That's your exercise for right now. That's it. I like going to the Krispy Kreme. Let's see. <laughs> walk, you walk, like walking up there? Walk the you like walking? How, long, how far is the walk? <laughs> Let's do it. Whatever it is. Because what we have to do is unlearn and rebuild our fitness. And health and well, <laughs> 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 seven. Pick it up, Al. Pick it up. Right. 
healthy habits one by one by one we break everything down you've been doing Mm -hmm. and we start over and so Mm -hmm. once you start to establish activities that you Mm -hmm. just enjoy and it may be like you get to a point where like you know what i really want to push myself i want to i want to train for a 5k or i want to do like a mud great those are beautiful things i don't discourage them but i don't like people to start there because usually their interest in those activities is rooted in diet culture and this Mm -hmm. idea of losing weight and here's what happens when you don't lose the weight in the way you want <laughs> or you plateau yeah. or you lose the weight but it's in the wrong place right then you're all off your, and you don't want to do it no more you're like F it like I'm doing right. it <laughs> it's like, right. so we have to go back to our motivations and start from the from the foundation to build up healthy habits based on health not yeah. on the way I look yeah. and then you know your body's gonna change as a result and you need to start to make peace with whatever that looks like yeah. and understanding you can dress your body in a way that makes you feel confident and beautiful and you don't have to look like the person next to you the person next to you might be throwing up every day right. to maintain a flat stomach right. like, don't get caught up in that right or oh, they might have on know. a waist trainer fellas that's what you got to and check so, they got sure. that velcro on it's like hugging a police officer when you hug her you be right. like damn you are undercover with a bulletproof vest on right. but that's how they that's how they fool you. And men, they got Spanx and Macy's. They do. On sale right they now. They got a white beater. They got a white beater Spanx. I'm thinking about getting right now. Uh, you show it out with Krispy Kreme. That place is dangerous. It's the devil. Yep, it's it the devil. Be. It can and be. It can be. If you're abusing it. Oh, and squeeze fresh lemon on it. Good God from heaven. Oh, she, she was talking about, um, she said, beets, cucumbers, oh. golden and green apples, mm. a mango with a Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, if you, yeah. If you're talking about juicing that. Yeah, put a little granola on deal. top of that, too. You can put that in a bowl and eat that I'm gonna with a little granola. I'm going to tell you one of my favorite places. Um, it is called uh, Spoons. And um, I like them. Have you're probably them? familiar with it. Spoons used to be a truck on oh, South okay. Boulevard. And now they have brick and mortar. They have one. On South Boulevard, on um, is that Remont? Uh-uh. Yeah, right there when you turn on. Oh, Remont. it is Remont. And it then they have that. one uh, on Trade, Uptown. But it's a uh, Asahi, if you know about Asahi. Oh yeah, Asahi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Asahi bowls. Go home with a ten, wake up with a two. <laughs> Go. These, these your they, people. Right, 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 right. You know them. His people up there making them comments. Oh, in a bowl. Yes, yeah, you're right. yes. And those um, asahi bowls are, are, are great. Yeah, and they're those all those fruit. are nice. Mm-hmm. And so it can be a meal. Like mm-hmm. you can eat that bowl and be full and feel good about what you yeah. ate. I want one um, tomorrow. Let me tell you a couple yeah. things for 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 grown men like me. What's your goal? Like, what you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Really? What you doing it for? Longevity. Outside of bodies. Yeah, longevity should be the key. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that could enhance your physical time here, mm-hmm. that is something that you should be a part of. How you go about it, mm-hmm. that's individualized. That's where 100%. this young lady yes. comes in. Uh, for me, I just want to look good in my clothes. <laughs> so now here you go. Somebody come up to me who ain't seen me in two years. I said, God damn, Tone, every time I see you, you get smaller and smaller. But me, I'm saying, every time I see me, I'm getting bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. So now how we seeing the same thing, but mm-hmm. we getting two different compliments. Mm-hmm. People's oh, perception is their reality. Their reality. Y'all try to be Kim Kardashian, you can't do it. Let me tell you why you can't do it. Go to the ATM tonight. 
and see what your balance say. <laughs> because money opens up a different avenue of approach when it comes to your mental about yeah, health. Yeah. Eating. How many of y'all watching tonight can go downstairs and tell your chef right now to yeah. whip you up right. something real quick before yeah. the kids go to bed? But Kanye West said Kim does a lot of binging. She's on the bathroom all the well, time. Well, we it all was know like that she because stuff detoxing, throwing she up, has using to the bathroom. So an image. Exactly. A lot of y'all. Trying to keep up with the Joneses off social media. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to look the same. Yeah. Back in the day, females wanted to be different. Yeah. The big thing back in the day was, how can I not look like nobody else? Right. How can I hold my own? I'm going to catch a man off of the principle of standing out because I don't no, look like, like everybody, everybody else. else. Exactly. Now, the philosophy has flipped. Yeah. And social media is a big push behind yeah. it. Now, I'm going to look I need that shit like everybody about. else so I can get a man. Instead of standing out on my own, that's status quo. We're going so, to the same surgeon. You, you, so that, oh, yes, okay. everybody going to the Dr. same Miami, surgeon. If you can afford it. But no, even even Because some of y'all flying out to Columbia, and I understand, because <laughs> let me tell you something. Dr. Miami is Whole Foods. Yes. Columbia is all this. Right. So I get it. Right. Okay? But let me tell you something. Them BBLs, if you don't work out, if you don't eat right, if you're not putting the right things in your body... That BBL is going to go to hell. BBL is going to take you, you to hell. You're you, you going to go get a BBL and you're going to come back looking like uh, uh, Kim Kardashian or Megan Thee Stallion. But in about a year, you're going to look like Medea. And we're going to forget all about, about the damn BBL. Yeah, girl, it's right? wrong that conversation. Your breast going to be sitting on your it. stomach. And that's, that's what it's going to be. Uh, People going to be like, last year they were sitting up. What happened? Because I thought it was a quick fix. So Shanine, ain't no quick fix. Shanine says what? She's I'm going vegan. Find out I have rheumatoid arthritis and lose weight. Wait. Well, baby, you don't have to go vegan. Right. Yeah. You can. Uh, there's something on Netflix called What the, the Health. Yeah. Please watch it. I don't it's know called, it's gonna what scare you. I was gonna say you've seen it. I've seen it and I get it. I get it. And I don't, I don't <laughs> it goes scary. I don't, she told you she don't tell her. I don't discourage it. I don't discourage vegetarianism or veganism if it works for you. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those documentaries are fear mongering. It's mm -hmm. to make you think everything you eat is wrong, <laughs> and there's right, nothing you. Because right. if you listen, there is there is a, a school of thought that says you don't need meat. There's a school of thought that says you don't need vegetables grown in the U.S. There's a right, school of thought right, that says right. so. If you listen to everything, you will literally have nothing to eat. There will be no options for you. Right. So I do. I believe very much in blood typing for the, what works best for your eating. Mm -hmm. I think certain blood types do better on a vegetarian regimen. They just process fruits and vegetables better. But I think people like myself who are like old blood type need animal protein. And this comes a lot from the naturopathic doctor I work with. We have trouble processing all of the nutrients from fruits and vegetables alone. So oh. it is important to have some animal protein. But again, that's an individual thing. You can work out with your doctor or your naturopath. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those documentaries will have you not want to eat anything <laughs> because yes. because there's so much that could go wrong you know yes. what i mean in, in all of the processes so i'm not yes. discouraging it but and that's why i used to say on the radio 
do your research. Do yeah. your research. You don't let nobody yeah. tell you not do your research. And I love how she said it works best. What's up, BP? Hold on. Black Parker. I'm going to tell you this you know that's right here for me. Why it works for me. Um, what the health was information. Yeah. And information is the new currency. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, then you can't do. Yep. Here's my thing. What you're not going to do is try to convince me that this government is doing things in my best health favor. That's for sure. That's what you're not going to mm-hmm. do. Number two, you're not going to make me think that they're not putting all kinds of shit yeah. inside of these animals to yeah. make them grow faster. And that's yeah, why the female at your <laughs> school is 12 years old and, look, and she got a 34B chest. Yeah. She got an ass and thighs and you sitting there talking about, God dang, because everything that they put in that food, I don't care how many times you wash that chicken leg, that steak under that water in that sink, mm-hmm. you can't get that stuff out. And they've been telling you all your life, you all what you eat. Mm-hmm. That ain't no more truer mm-hmm. than the United States. And my last angle, for me, and the key word is for me, anything God made is Boy, good. got to be good for anything you. Anything God made came from the earth. helps man. Yeah. Anything man made can hurt man. True. You're not going to make me believe that what they frying in the back at the drive through is better than what my grandmama used to go make me pick. Mm-hmm. And them vegetable plates that you grew up on, you grew up on a vegetable plate, black folk, because you wasn't eating meat every day. That was a delicacy. Sunday meal, when you was all around the table, that's when the meat came out. Then you got cute. Now you got that fast food. Now we eating meat every day. Ain't nothing to build up to. Yolanda know she can make me some brown rice, some steamed broccoli, and some cabbage and sit it down and I'll be like mama you must really be trying to get something special tonight and all it is is brown rice cabbage and some broccoli that's all it is to you what it is to me is something that I feel good about putting in my body and in my mind I think I'm doing something to help me stay around long enough I always tell Yolanda because we always talk about mama we gonna go to Costa Rica and live and I always tell Yolanda yeah I'd love to because there's no rule book that says you have to live your whole life in the United, in the United States oh, there's sure. so much more of this world you think God made it just with all this world to see for you to stay in the United States. Well, it's the same way with food. Mm-hmm. I told Yolanda, well, I gave the United States 55 years. Mm-hmm. Let's go do something new. Well, I gave the chicken 45 years. I hear you. Well, I, I gave the pork uh, 35 years. I done gave, let's go do something new. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. Variety is the spice of life. For sure. So what I would encourage everybody who is looking, watching it, and listening tonight, make sure you get this young and lady we're going to make sure you get her information, sure you get too. information. And what we're going to do with her in 2023, because she doesn't even know it yet, but mm-hmm. it just popped up. So this is what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to do a health and welfare and body concerned event. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it in a relaxed atmosphere mm-hmm. where you're not tense to come. You don't feel forced to come. Mm-hmm. And everybody can live in their truth. What we're going to do is we're going to put it in a no-judgment zone. Whenever you're in a no-judgment zone, you can speak, 
about anything you want and ain't nobody in the crowd looking at you funny. Right, I love and it. we're going to let her yes. tell you and help you with what it is, with what she does, and we're going to do it on a broad scale yes. so everybody can catch it at one time. Because my New Year's resolution is for black people to start understanding that just because somebody else did it and just because they ate it and just because you came up on it, that does not mean that that's the best blueprint for you. Yeah. Somebody in your family got to stand up and say, I'm going to rewrite the history from this point on. Right. Because the rest of my family been dying off of high blood pressure. Right. And Dick Gregory said the top five conditions that's killing black folk in the United States can be controlled by proper diet. That's what you eat. Proper rest. Going to bed. Breathing properly. People don't understand how mm -hmm. important breathing.